What a joy to be talking about connecting to the power source, to me. I'm excited about hearing from God this year. I'm excited about what God wants to say to me. What God wants to say to me as a Christian at this time in my life. What God wants to say to me as a, as a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, as a pastor, and just as a man who wants to be a Christian and live out the faith that God has allowed in my life. And I hope and I pray that you will be excited about listening and hearing the Spirit of God and us doing that together. God is alive and well in speaking in 2022. It's uh, not that God uh, has gone silent at all. If anything, we might just need to be awakened a little bit and be focused a little bit more and whatever it is. I'm asking that question. What does God want to say to me this year? And what does God want our church to be? What does God desire Mifflinburg Nazarene to be in 2022? A new day? In some ways, every day is a new day, but a new year and a new time together. What kind of church does God want us to be in 2022? I'm so thankful that God is speaking to his church. And uh, we began this series two weeks ago on this truth that God wants us to be a listening church. God wants us to be listening to him. And that takes intentionality. It takes time. It takes stepping back from all of life's voices and all of life's uh, different things that pull us and draw us and take our time and occupy our thoughts and occupy our concerns. And, and it takes stopping and listening. And so I pray that God will help us as a church to stop and listen in 2022, to be a listening church, to listen to God The scripture says the Lord is near to all who call on him. Think about that. The Lord is near to all who call on him. God knows when we're calling from our hearts and our spirits. And he comes near. It's like God leans in toward us. As when we pray, we're leaning in toward God. We're we're reaching out to God. And God is reaching down to us and when we pray and when we're connected and we're listening to God, there's this two-way connection that's getting stronger and stronger and closer and closer together. Last week, we focused on being a discipleship church, a listening church, a discipleship church, following Jesus carefully, following Jesus passionately, following Jesus in a focused way in a faithful way, focusing on following him and being the church that God wants us to be. God, help us. Would you go on to that next slide, please? God wants us to be a discipling church, followers of Jesus, focused on him, looking to him for our theology, looking to him for our moral values, looking to him for the expression of what our sense of mission and purpose is. He is our guide. This morning I want to turn to another third quality that I believe God wants for our church in 2022. I believe that God wants our church to be a praying church. 
to be focused on praying. It's certainly an element of the listening. That God wants us to be a church that's intentionally communicating with God and listening to God. Two-way street, two-way communication because God has something he wants to say to us. And we have things that we need to voice to God because prayer helps us. It helps us to connect to the heart and the passion of God. God wants us to be a praying church, seeking. Be still and know that I am God, the scripture says. We're reminded in several scriptural stories how important silence and quietness is when we're seeking God's spirit. There's a time for loudness and There's a time for a lot of noise, but there's also that time for quietness. And I'm afraid that's what we we often are lacking in our lives is the quietness of listening and being quiet before God. Your prayer are important. Your prayers are important. Every single one of them. I quoted, I think, in in the opening or in my prayer that The scriptures tell us that God is near those that are calling out to him. God comes near. And our prayers are important to God. They're important to God in our relationship. They're important to us as we exercise our faith and our trust in God. And our prayers are important to the people around us. They impact people. They affect people. They have a a way to to, uh, connect God's power and God's love and God's drawing nature when we pray for people. Prayer has an impact. They impact this life and they impact all of eternity. Our prayers, every single prayer is heard by God from a heart that is righteous. That's what the scriptures say. I think of the verse that says the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God hears our prayers and he hears our faith and wherever we're at doesn't do any good to pretend we're something we're not but just talk to God from where we're at and what we feel and what we see and ask God to help us. God wants to connect to you in prayer. God wants to connect to your spirit, to your soul. He wants you to sense him and want him and have a hunger for him. God wants that. God is a God of relationship. That's why he gave us free will, so that we can be connected to him. When we talk about connecting to the power source, we're talking about connecting to a God who wants to be close to us. He desires that. He created us for that, for fellowship, for understanding, for connection. We talked about when we studied the book of Revelation how our prayers are taken to heaven and presented to God. Somehow, our prayers go up when we pray, whether we're standing or kneeling, whether we're uh, uh, laying on the floor or we're laying in bed. No matter where we're at, our prayers are taken up to God in heaven. The book of Revelation told us that and showed us that. We had the image in the picture of the bowls of our prayers that are before God even today as somehow our prayers are taken up like incense, rises up. Somehow, uh, one picture is the angels come and take our prayers right up to the heart of God. 
and every prayer, and I don't think it's a matter of, well, on Wednesday, God will hear my prayer today. The Bible gives us a picture that our prayers are immediately heard by God. And when your heart is calling out to God, you, we need to know that he hears that. And he hears our heart. And he wants to be connected with us. What a great privilege it is to be connected to God Almighty through this plan that he gave us of prayer. That's our way that we can connect to God. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 8 says, The prayer of the upright is the Lord's delight. What delights God? Well, one of the things we know is the prayer of people that love him. It delights God when you pray. When you focus to him, when you kind of get, try to get your mind off some of the things going on in your life right here and now, and you focus on God, the scriptures tell us that, that the Lord is delighted by that. So when you have the opportunity and you take time to quiet yourself before God, realize that you are delighting the God who made you. He's not sitting up there with a clipboard to see what you're doing wrong. God is waiting for you to, to call out to him because he loves you that much. He is seated on the edge of the throne wanting to hear from you, wanting to hear what's in your heart. He already knows you. He wants you to connect to him. Psalm chapter 145, verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. The Lord is near. I mean, we, we're told that the Holy Spirit is in the heart of every believer, and we know that he's right there. He's waiting for us to tune in. He's waiting for us to say, okay, I want to hear what God says. I want to know the eternal voice of God. And I believe if our hearts together, collectively in this church body, are humbled before God, and all of us from the youngest to the oldest to the children who call out to God, our teenagers, our young adults, our, our young families, our middle-aged people, our senior adults, if every one of us have a desire to quiet ourselves before God, I think it could be incredible what God would say to us as a church and what God wants to do in this church. I found, uh, I've read that there's 650 prayers listed in the Bible. I even took my Bible and I kind of thumbed through how many pages, and that's, that's one prayer for every third page of the Bible. There's a prayer listed. Somebody prayed. Somebody called out. And there's such a variety of topics. It reminded me of the scripture that tell us to pray with all kinds of, of requests and petitions. The infinite God can hear every prayer. And so whatever's on your heart and your mind spiritually know that God cares about that prayer. The variety of those 650 prayers is amazing. People call out to God for so many different things. And today I want you to know that whatever's on your heart and your mind, God wants to hear it. He cares about your prayers. Jesus prayed at least 25 times that are recorded in the Gospels. You think of that. Those four Gospels, 25 times are recorded a prayer that Jesus prayed. Who knows how many there were that aren't recorded 
in the Gospels. But you know, prayer was important to the Son of God. Somehow we are all, as people created by God and Jesus, the Son, God himself, we are connected to God by prayer. Jesus prayed. It was important to him, fully God, fully man, and he prayed. The Apostle Paul, 41 or so times, it's recorded that Paul talks about prayer. And you just flip through your Bible, just about every other page or page, you're going to find something about prayer. You think of all the topics in the Bible and you realize how many times that we're given a picture of prayer. It's a precious picture of the heart of God. He wants to be connected to each one of us. Be joyful, Romans chapter 12, verse 12 says. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. You know, when you pray, you're showing faithfulness to God. Not so that you go through a routine or you say a certain number of words and then you're done. Okay, I can be done. It's that you're saying, God, I want to be connected to you. I want to sense your spirit. I do want to hear from you. I don't want to be one of those people that says, oh, I prayed, I never heard anything. Because I really didn't slow down and quiet myself before God's spirit. God hears our prayers. One more scripture here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This passage comes right after the teaching about putting on the full armor of God. You know, we get all ready with the full armor of God and we, we know the scriptures in our mind and we have the helmet of salvation and the shoes of the gospel of peace and the breastplate of righteousness and we have that shield of faith and after all that, then we're told, pray in the Spirit on all occasions. Prayer is something that brings together the armor of God. It brings together all the elements of your faith, your, your head knowledge, your, your will, uh, your viewpoint of the past and how you handle your life. Prayer brings that all together and focuses it on relationship with God if your heart's right with Him. And I'm not talking about mechanical prayer. I'm not talking about you say the right words or you go through some certain method and you're done. I'm talking about your heart. You want God to be close to you. Talk to Him about your life and your spirit. God hears our every prayer. He hears every prayer. Not a single prayer escapes the heart of God. He sees your faith. God knows what's going on inside your heart when you voice your prayer, when you speak your prayer, when you're in prayer and quietly praying before God. God sees your heart. He works with your heart. He fashions your heart. He changes your heart. He softens your heart. He tenders your heart. You know, I, I've said so many times before, and that story that I referred to a couple of weeks ago, it's usually not in the big events of my life and the big, loud, busy, crazy things that happen in my life when I sense God speaking to me about me. It's when I'm quiet before God. When I slow down, I say, God, talk to me about how I interacted with so-and-so last week. 
talk to me about my attitude about this or that. It's when I slow down that I hear God's voice. We're so minded in, in our culture to be busy and active and fill our minds and our hearts with all kinds of things and have the music on or be watching something or doing something. But there's so much great value in quietness before God and asking God, look into my heart. God, see my heart. See my attitude. Show me what you want to. And when you have that attitude, God will do it. Maybe there's an area in your life right now that you know is not where it needs to be. Maybe it's not real far away, or maybe it is. But you know there's something in your heart, maybe a relationship that you have a choice about. Maybe it's about dealing with things in your past that are hard to set aside. Maybe it's about moral choices. Maybe it's about whether or not you're going to do what you know God says. If you quiet yourself before God, I can promise you God will speak to you. God will speak to a tender, tender heart. And so if you slow down and you listen, he will. He knows our hearts. He sees our faith. He knows where we're at in our faith. Some people are further along in the journey. Some are just getting started. Some aren't sure what they believe yet. I'm sure in this congregation today, there's some people in every category. There's people who have been Christians a long, long time, and they pretty much settle all those questions about, about faith. And then all the way, and, the, and people that have said, you know, Pastor, I'm really not sure what I believe about God. I know that. And I'm so glad you're here today. I want you to know, if you get yourself in the quiet place and you humble yourself before God, He will show you what He wants for your life. It will be unmistakable. You make a choice. Do I respond to it? Do I respond to that little voice on the inside that is calling to me about my life and my purpose? What I'm going to do with my life? If we quiet ourselves before God, no matter where we're at in the journey, God will speak to us. God will show us. And I pray today that we would have a church full of people that are so hungry to hear God's voice that we will be quiet and attentive before Him and He will speak to us. I would just love to hear or see or know that there would be some young people in this church in the next few months who God would show them something about their future that would make us so excited in this church. It would make us just so excited to know that God is calling young people to serve Him and minister and serve in any number of places and ways that no matter who we are today, to know that God is calling. It would excite me to hear from some older folks and know that they've in their quiet place at this time in their life when they seem to be coming pretty close to the end, but yet they've heard the fresh voice of God like a man named Simeon in the Christmas story other precious people who God speaks to at an old age. See, God's not limited by how young you are or how old you are. Oh, no. Oh, God called a little 
boy nine years old who was the king of Israel and God put in his heart such a passion to serve him. He was an incredible king of Israel. Little boy named Samuel we talked about a couple weeks ago when God was speaking to him and finally he understood and Eli helped him to see that, that, that little Samuel said, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. There's a man named Gideon who was so reluctant to believe that God could use him to do anything. But he listened and God spoke. There was a boy named David who faced the giant and could have easily said, well, why don't one of my brothers do it? But he listened to the prompting of God. And he had an incredible life. Why, what about those things in our church? And what about you? Do you really want to feel the heart of God in your life? You've got to make the choice to seek him. It won't just drift over you. You've got to choose to seek him with all that you are. God will change the world through people who are committed to hearing his voice. May God speak to you and show you what he wants for you. He rewards persistence. The parable of the, the persistent widow. She kept going to the judge for justice. He was an unjust judge in the parable that Jesus told, but she kept going and kept going and kept going until finally the judge said, I don't want to hear this anymore. I'll give you justice. It's a parable. How much more so will the heavenly Father who loves you with all that he is hear your heart when you board out to him? Don't you want to be a part of a praying church? Would you go to that slide, please? Don't you want to be a part of a praying church? Do you really want to be a part of any kind of church that's not? Because that really is just playing church. Passionate, focused, faithful. Some of you are new to the church. I don't know what you know or believe or where you're at. I don't, somewhere along the way. And honestly, others of you have been a part of the church for a while. And I wonder if you're going to choose. God, for yourself. Don't get comfortable 
in the habit of playing church. Oh, God loves you so much. And he wants a close relationship with you. So that's the call for this church in this season. I hope you'll join us. We have a lot of things to do to try to connect. Some will connect with you and some won't. The first one that I've been talking about is five minutes of quietness a day and five minutes to uh, make a commitment to read a devotional every day. Five minutes. Some of you spend hours because you have time and you're able to. This is kind of a minimum, but I want to ask you five minutes a day to quiet yourself before God. Five minutes a day to read. We have revival services coming up the end of April. April 21st is a Thursday night. We're going to have a prayer service that, that evening. I want to invite it. I'd love this church to be full for a prayer service leading up to revival. If you're able to, Thursday the 21st. You'll see this in print and Revival services April 24th through 27th. Looking forward to a, a young Nazarene preacher uh, coming and, and planning to speak uh, to us then. I also have something I'm going to talk about in May. I have a prayer journal that I want to give each of you that uh, leads up to Pentecost Sunday. So in May, as we kind of turn the corner after Easter, we're going to be talking about the power of the Holy Spirit and how we need to be connected to him. And, and so uh, I just want you to know some of the things we're going to be talking about over the next month. It's not just our church, but our leaders across our denomination are calling churches to pray. North American churches especially have challenged the church, the churches of our country and Canada, North America, to make the next two months an incredible time of prayer for revival in our country. Revival in our church. Awakening in our minds. And so I want to invite you to be a part of that as well. Passion, focus, and faith. Thank you for joining us. And I pray that God will help you to take your faith deeply, seriously during this time.